the M1 Mac Mini, the only desktop Apple Silicon, at least for now. Ultra low power, entry level, both performance that beats Intel and rivals the latest and greatest from AMD, just with no new design, at least not yet, starting at $699. I've been reviewing it since it first came out, and I'm gonna tell you whether or not you should get it now, or wait for the M1X or M2 Mac Mini that's rumored to be coming later this year or sometime next. And I'll be doing this for every Apple product coming this year. So hit the subscribe button and bell so you'll know how to best save and spend your hard-earned cash in 2021. First, my usual advice. Always wait as long as you can to buy. Then buy when you really, really need to and enjoy the hell out of whatever it is you buy with zero regrets because there'll always be something new and something next. And yes, even when it comes to the Mac mini, because I know. I know Apple has a spotty track record with those updates to say the least. And you can lay a large portion of the blame for that on Intel's roadmap, which was and is just the worst. But ultimately it's Apple's product and Apple's responsibility. But I think with the switch to the in-house M1 chipset, Apple's just back on track with the mini Mac. There's no change in casing. I think they wanted to keep things really simple to start with, and it's silver again, so as not to be confused with the higher-end Space Gray Pro Mac minis they've been doing with Intel, but the whole point of this update was just to get it all Apple Silicon inside. Now, M1 doesn't take up nearly as much room as the old Intel chips did on that inside, so this Mac mini is all shades of empty, and so Apple could make an M1X version that fills it up with more of everything, a new space gray Mac mini pro, so to speak. Or Apple could make an M2 version that's even smaller, maybe even Apple TV size smaller. Either way though, if the current design is cool with you, then you can just go ahead and get the M1 Mac mini now. But if you want something fresh and new or just a lot more, you'll have to wait for whatever, whenever Apple does the Mac Mini next. The M1 Mac Mini was a huge, huge upgrade in terms of processors, but also a step diagonally sideways, maybe even back in terms of display support, because instead of up to three 4K displays or one 5K and one 4K, like ye old Intel Mac Mini of yore, the M1 version supports only one 6K and one 4K, even though that 6K is the Pro Display XDR, that's just the trade-off, the limit Apple made with the M1. So if that's fine for you, and it probably is for the vast majority of you, then just go ahead and get the M1 Mac Mini now. But if only three screens or more will do, then wait and see what the higher-end Mac Minis will do. And since the stats say many, maybe even most people don't even go with multiple displays, let me know how important that is to you and how you're feeling about it in general in the comments below. The M1 Mac mini has an M1, Apple's first generation custom Mac silicon. It's based on the same IP and architecture as the A14 Bionic, the chipset found in the iPhone 12, just with more performance and more graphics cores. And those performance cores are among the best performing cores in any computer anywhere, especially with the Mac mini's thermals, which lets those cores run at max basically forever. It is by no means magic, it's just really, really good design and means even the entry-level Mac mini model is still a beast. A theoretical M1X Mac mini or whatever Apple calls the beefed up version of the M1 the chipset that's expected to debut with the next MacBook Pro updates, and I've got a whole video on that, link in the description. Well, 
An M1X Mac Mini would keep the same single core speed, which again is already excellent, but add even more performance and graphics cores for even more better multi-core action. A theoretical M2 Mac Mini would probably be based on A15 architecture and IP, what we'd expect to see in an iPhone 13 next fall, and get the same kind of year-over-year increase to both single-core and multi-core that we've seen from the A-series over the last few years. So if the M1 is already offering everything you need, just go ahead and get the Mac Mini now and enjoy. But if you need more multi-core, wait on an M1X. And if you need more out of every core, wait on an M2, even if it may take another year or more to get here. One of the things that sets Apple Silicon apart, especially in the desktop world, is unified memory. A giant pool of eight gigabytes or 16 gigabytes slapped right on the chipset and shared between the CPU, the GPU, the neural engine, and the image signal processor. Combined with everything from memory compression to ultra fast swap, it really lets eight gigabytes or 16 gigabytes be absolutely all that they can be. But eight gigabytes and 16 gigabytes is all the current M1 Mac mini can be. There are precisely zero options for 32 gigabytes or 64 gigabytes right now not unless you stick with the Intel models. The M1X though is rumored to support even more memory, those same 32 gigabyte and 64 gigabyte options that the old Intel models currently enjoy. There are even reports of a new mini Mac Pro, something like the old G4 Cube. And if that kind of modularity interests you, I'll link to another video on that in the description as well. But if eight gigabytes or 16 gigabytes is already more than enough for you, then the M1 Mac mini will certainly be more than enough for you. And if you really need more, like 32 gigabytes or 64 gigabytes more, then you'll really need to wait on the M1X. As much as the M1 Mac mini was an improvement over Intel, it was a major regression in one aspect, a critical aspect for some people, the ports. Both have two USB-A ports, one HDMI 2.0 port, and a gigabit Ethernet port. But where the Space Gray Intel Mac Mini had an option for a 10 gigabit Ethernet, the M1 decidedly does not. If you want 10 gigabit Ethernet on the M1, you'll need to get a Thunderbolt dongle. And that brings us to potentially the bigger problem, biggest problem even, where the Intel Mac Mini has four, count them, four USB-C Thunderbolt 3 ports, the M1 Mac Mini only has two. They're USB 4 ports, and since the Thunderbolt controllers are on the SoC, they're as blazing fast as they can possibly be. But there are still only two of them. And that means for anything more, you'll have to break out the hubs. So if two USB 4, Thunderbolt 3 ports, and gigabit ethernet are fine with you, or living that hub and dongle life isn't a showstopper, go ahead and get the M1 Mac mini. But if more onboard ports are life, are critical, are absolutely something you need, then you'll need to wait on the M1X. M1 brought Wi-Fi 6 to the Mac, which I'll keep saying it, is better than Wi-Fi 5. There are rumors the M2 might bring Wi-Fi 6E though, which adds six gigahertz and makes it actually really better. So if that's also something you need, you'll also need to wait and see on the M2. The silver M1 Mac mini starts at 699, ever so slightly less with an education discount, which makes it currently the most affordable Mac, even if it's not yet back down to that magical 599 price point of Eld. The Space Gray Intel Mac Mini though starts at 1099, which is a lot more bucks for an arguable amount of bang. A theoretical M2 Mac Mini with otherwise identical specs could end up being the same price for that next generation tech because Apple often holds the line generation to generation, sometimes even with redesigns, there's just no telling when that's coming. 
a theoretical M1X Mac mini with more cores, more ports, more memory, more capacity maybe, and space gray back on board, well, I'd expect that spec'd out to also be just priced out by several or many more hundreds of dollars. In other words, likely sooner than the M2, but also almost certainly way more expensive. So if money and especially time really matters to you, you'll wanna get the M1 Mac mini available now. If you don't mind waiting, the M2 could give you slightly more advanced tech for your money, even if you lose out on using an M1 between now and then. If money is no object and you're not incredibly time sensitive, the M1X could give you even more Mac in the mini if and when it comes out. So while you're waiting, check out this playlist where I take a closer look at the M1 Max and preview the M1X and M2. Just click on the playlist and I'll see you in the next video.